0: Today in the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of Nehemiah, and we're in chapter 9. This chapter is entitled, The Israelites Confess Their Sins. It begins by telling us it is on the 24th day of the same month that the Israelites gathered together, fasting and wearing sackcloth and having dust on their heads. So we know that this is in October. It's actually October 30th, 444 B.C., so it says that those of the Israelite descent had separated themselves from all foreigners. They stood in their places and confessed their sins and the wickedness of their fathers. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of the day, and spent another quarter in confession and worshipping the Lord their God. Standing on the stairs were the Levites, and then it lists the men that were there. And then it says that they said, Stand up. And praise the Lord your God, who is from everlasting to everlasting. And then it is their prayer. And this entire rest of the chapter is that prayer, and it is indented. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessing and praise. You alone are the Lord. You made the heavens, even the highest heavens, and all their starry host, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to everything, and the multitudes of heaven worship you. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and named him Abraham. You found his heart faithful to you, and you made a covenant with him to give his descendants the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, and Girgashites. You have kept your promise, because you are righteous. You saw the suffering of our forefathers in Egypt. You heard their cry at the Red Sea. You sent miraculous signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his officials and all the people of his land. For you knew how arrogantly the Egyptians treated them. You made a name for yourself, which remains to this day. You divided the sea before them so that they passed through it on dry ground. But you hurled their pursuers into the depths, like a stone into mighty waters. By day you led them with a pillar of cloud, and by night with a pillar of fire, to give them light on the way they were to take. You came down on Mount Sinai. You spoke to them from heaven. You gave them regulations and laws that are just and right, and decrees and commands that are good. You made known to them your holy Sabbath, and gave them commands, decrees, and laws through your servant Moses. In their hunger you gave them bread from heaven, and in their thirst you brought them water from the rock. You told them to go in and take possession of the land you had sworn with uplifted hand to give them. But they, our forefathers, became arrogant and stiff-necked, and did not obey your commands. They refused to listen and failed to remember the miracles you performed among them. They became stiff-necked, and in their rebellion appointed a leader in order to return to their slavery. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and abounding in love. Therefore you did not desert them, even when they cast for themselves an image of a calf, and said, This is your God who brought you up out of Egypt, or when they committed awful blasphemies. Because of your great compassion, you did not abandon them in the desert. By day, the pillar of cloud did not cease to guide them on their path, nor the pillar of fire by night to shine on the way they were to take. You gave your good spirit to instruct them. You did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave them water for their thirst. For forty years you sustained them in the desert. They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, nor did their feet become swollen. You gave them kingdoms and nations, allotting them even the remotest frontiers. They took over the country of Sihon, king of Heshbon, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. You made their sons as numerous as the stars in the sky. And you brought them into the land that you told their fathers to enter and possess. Their sons went in and took possession of the land. You subdued before them the Canaanites who lived in the land. You handed the Canaanites over to them along with their kings and the peoples of the land to deal with them as they pleased. They captured fortified cities and fertile land. They took possession of houses filled with all kinds of good things, Wells already dug, vineyards, olive groves, and fruit trees in abundance. They ate to the full and were well nourished. They reveled in your great goodness. But they were disobedient and rebelled against you. They put your law behind their backs. They killed your prophets, who you had admonished them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. So you handed them over to their enemies, who oppressed them. But when they were oppressed, they cried out to you, From heaven you heard them, and in your great compassion you gave them deliverers, who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. But as soon as they were at rest, they again did what was evil in your sight. Then you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies, so they ruled over them. And when they cried out to you again, You heard from heaven, and in your compassion, you delivered them time after time. You warned them to return to your law, but they became arrogant and disobeyed your commands. They sinned against your ordinances, by which a man will live if he obeys them. Stubbornly, they turned their backs on you, became stiff-necked and refused to listen. For many years, you were patient with them. By your spirit, you admonished them through your prophets, yet they paid no attention. So you handed them over to the neighboring peoples. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them. For you are a gracious and merciful God. Now, therefore, O our God, the great, mighty and awesome God who keeps his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. The hardship that has come upon us, upon our kings and leaders, upon our priests and prophets, upon our fathers, and all your people. From the days of the kings of Assyria until today, in all that has happened to us, you have been just. You have acted faithfully while we did wrong. Our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our fathers did not follow your law. They did not pay attention to your commands or the warnings you gave them even while they were in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness. To them, in the spacious and fertile land you gave them, they did not serve you or turn away from their evil ways. But see, we are slaves today. Slaves in the land you gave our forefathers so they could eat its fruit and other good things it produces. Because of our sins, its abundant harvest goes to the kings you have placed over us. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress. And that ends the prayer, this beautiful crying out to the Lord. The the title of this chapter, remember, was that the people confess their sins. And so through this prayer, they tell the story of all of the people that have come before them, that have turned away from the Lord, even when he extended grace, even when he gave them mercy time and time again. And now they call out to him again, calling out in their distress, recognizing that that they may not deserve God's great goodness and mercy, but that he is that type of God, that he is full of love and mercy and grace, and that he has continued to extend it to them in his compassion. And they are asking once again for that compassion. So that ends chapter nine, and we will pick up next time. In chapter 10 in the book of Nehemiah, we will finish the book of Nehemiah next time uh, with the agreement of the people and then Nehemiah's return um, about 10 years later.